0: Welcome to the College Football Bros, the podcast that's headed to Vegas. And now, here are your hosts, Michael, Ryan, and Trey Newman.
1: Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right, this episode is our chance to go on the record with some betting picks. We are all Big sports betting fans, and no guarantees about uh, how much these will win. They're gonna win, just no guarantees yeah. of how much you'll win. You know,
0: so yeah. uh, Ryan, Fair. why don't you start us off with some some over unders? All right, our first uh, lock of the season, we got uh, BYU. I got, I'm going BYU over eight and a half at, at plus one ten. So you get plus money on on BYU. And all they got to do is get to nine. Um, this team won ten games last year. They're number one in the nation in returning production. Yeah, the schedule is more challenging this year, um, but hey, they could even drop a game more than they did last year, and they still get to win nine, and I win. Um, you know, but I, when you look closer at the schedule, I see really there's really five games that I consider like toss ups, and so if they just go two and three in those games and manage to win the rest, where well, they'll be decent sized favorites, then you're good. And I just think BYU is going to be really, really good. I have them doing very well this year, so I like BYU.
2: I like it. I do. I do too. I love them. Jaron Hall will be fun to watch. All right. I'm going to, my first one, I'm going to say Texas is not back yet. Under eight and a half. Um, You can get them at minus 110 on on MGM. But uh, they went five and seven last year, losing six of the last seven, including a loss to Kansas, of course, at home. Now, I do think <laughs> Sark will get the team to improve, but maybe not to the 9- or 10-win level. You know, there are lots of pieces to like, but at the same time, there are questions. Uh, the defense was really poor. Defensive coordinator Pete Kwiatkowski needs to have a big improvement on that side. I'm bullish on the offense with Quin- Quinn Ewers, his high potential, but right now, that's kind of all it is uh, until we see it. You know, Bijan John Robinson is great, but then they lost a couple guys the last week to, to knee injuries. Isaiah Nair on the outside, um, so it's going to fall more on Xavier Worthy's shoulders. Offensive lineman, Junior Angolau, um, also going down, not ideal. That's that's and,
1: huge, because like, the offensive line was already the biggest question mark on the offense, and he was their most experienced O-lineman, and yeah. receiver depth is suddenly an issue now.
2: Yeah, and then I look at the schedule. They have four preseason top 12 teams, including Alabama, and they're truly in the big 12 aren't that many cupcake cupcake games is it you know it appears fairly deep so that's why i had to go under on on texas
1: well trey we we did not consult each other on these so we we could have some overlap and there is overlap there i agree with you texas we could have picked any over under (laughs) you know we could we're each taking three here but we agreed texas under eight and a half i you you made all the points there i really don't have anything to add well i guess i will say about the defense like, why is this defense going to be hugely improved? I mean, I like yeah. year two of P. Kwiatkowski. Okay, they brought in um, Gary Patterson as an advisor, but I I don't know how much difference that will make. And as far as like transfers, they they I think they, what they Struck brought Ryan out. Watson from Ohio State at corner, but he might have been the only guy there wasn't. If there was more, there was you know maybe one. So I just don't see the defense
0: getting dramatically better. Missed out on Oshawn Mathis. <laughs> they sure did. They sure <laughs> did. <laughs> All right. Uh, pick number two. Um, I'm going to say Iowa. I'm going to go Iowa over seven and a half. And this is at minus 105. So pretty good odds there. Um, it, Iowa to me, kind of like BYU. Um, they won 10 games last year and have a ton of pieces coming back. Um, they have the most production coming back in the Big Ten West. Second in the, in the Big Ten behind only Ohio State. Um, and, you know, the last four years, they've won at least eight regular season games Um, and I'm I'm counting the COVID year as more than that. They went six and two, but sure, that's like a nine win team. So I'm counting on that, but still, I, you know, I know the offense stinks um, and shouldn't be very good this year at all, but I mean, they were bad last year and the year before (laughs) they're still winning. And I I actually do think they will be slightly better on that side of the ball. I think they're skilled positions. The receiver in particular will be a little better. Um, And the defense is going to be great as always. They have a ton of pieces coming back. Linebackers are awesome. Secondary should be good. So, I don't know. I just don't see why this team won't do what they normally do. Win eight games or so, maybe nine. And be pretty good. Contend in the West. Over seven and a half. Good odds.
2: Yep. All right. My second over under pick here is going to be Air Force over eight and a half. Uh, I like Air Force this year. They returned 15 starters. They won 10 games last year. That includes their bowl game uh, against Louisville. Troy Calhoun is such a great coach. I really like Hazik Daniels. He's a three-year starter at quarterback. He had a huge performance in the bowl game. They led the nation in rushing last year. They're going to be at or near the top again this year, especially with all the experience back. They have a great home field advantage, and they get some key games uh, in Colorado Springs. Boise State, Colorado, Colorado State. And if you just kind of use SP Plus as a barometer, they'd be at least a touch two-touchdown favorite in eight games and then a smaller favorite in two and then a tiny, tiny underdog in the other two. So kind of weighing all that, I'm going to say over eight and a half.
1: All right, I like it. My next pick is USC under nine and a half wins. You can get that at minus 120. I just think 10 and two is a lot to ask for a team that went four and eight last season. I know they added a bunch of transfers, so... They're going to be way better, but kind of similar to Texas and and to a much stronger degree for USC. Defense was terrible last year, and they really didn't completely transform that side of the ball at all. Arguably, the most proven defensive player they brought in as a transfer didn't even make an all-Pac-12 team last year. So it's not like they're bringing in a bunch of stars and and they're just going to totally revamp that defense. At least that's, that's my take. Maybe I'll be wrong. But um, so I think a bad defense very questionable depth on the offensive line makes me question a nine and a half number like i like to me 10 and 10 and 2 would be like a home run season for lincoln riley so if it takes what i consider a home run season to beat me then i i like i like under i think nine and three eight and four seem more to
0: me more likely yep i agree that's another good pick okay my Last one. I'm going to go with an under here. I had two overs. I'll go negative on my last one. Um, I'm going to go Georgia under 10 and a half. You're getting plus whoa, 200. Getting plus, yeah, I know. I know. I know Georgia. Yeah. Plus it's plus 199 is what I found. I think it was my bookie. So it's kind of an odd number. So essentially two to one odds uh, that Georgia's is going to go under 10 and a half wins. Um, so, okay. Hear me out. I could definitely, you know, if I had to pick, I'd say Georgia goes 11 and one, but I can definitely see a scenario where, you know, they're not as good as some people or a lot of people expect them to be. You know, that defense, it has to take a decent sized step back after losing five first rounders. I mean, this the best defense they've ever had. Um, I know they're gonna have great talent replacing them, but they're gonna be inexperienced. So there's gonna be some growing pains there. Um, so with the defense taking a little step back, that could force the offense to have to kind of shoulder more of the load and put pressure on Stetson Bennett to have to actually make plays where he didn't have to last year. Um, he had a good statistical year, but I mean, it was just all game managing, really. So if you go back before last year, the question with Georgia slash Kirby Smart was, can the offense ever get good enough to, you know, maybe compete for a national title or to win a national title, I guess. Um, well, last year, the defense was just so elite that it kind of erased that question mark in my eyes. They would just, it was so amazing. Yeah. I think we could get back to that this year where it's like, well, can the offense, is it going to be good enough? You know, I think there could still be some questions again. So I don't know. I just th- could see a scenario where that happens again. You just can't just f- think one year and all of a sudden it's golden forever. they, they were, There was questions before that last year.
2: All right. And then Michael, you and I are on the exact same wa- wavelength because oh. I was going to, I was going to have USC. <laughs> so we would have had USC in Texas. But wow. you know what? I, I, wow. I came from I no, no, no. I, for the record, I will have USC under nine and a half, but I came prepared. I've got another pick for this. What what price um, did
1: you get on on USC under nine and a half? Minus one twenty. Okay, okay. I think I saw like I, a. I think on my bookie had, had a rogue had a rogue like better number than that. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know if I just want to quote solely my bookie. So
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, hey, but if you found it. Way, you found it. I did find it. Um, so for the record, I'll have USC. But no, my if I had to go for the fourth one, I have got Notre Dame. Over eight and a half. Um, Obviously, they have the likely loss to Ohio State in week one. But I I like Marcus Freeman. I think he's going to get the most out of his guys this year. Maybe having a new voice could could help the Irish, not that they were hurting too much. Uh, And then they're going to have an added dimension on offense this year with a a mobile quarterback, uh, Tyler Buckner. Still has to prove himself, of course, as a passer, but he's got one of the best tight ends, Michael Mayer, to throw it to. Chris Tyree is a speedy back. Uh, defensively they bring in uh, Brandon Joseph from Northwestern All-American Safety. Um, Isaiah Foskey on the line had 11 sacks. So when I look at the schedule after Ohio State, their toughest games when you look at it as of now is BYU on a neutral field, Clemson in South Bend, who we know has offensive questions, and then at USC, which is just, you laid it out, Michael, such an unknown at this point. So it's not it's not a gimme schedule to get to nine wins, but I think they can squeak it out.
1: Okay, yeah, I like that. My final over-under is TCU over 6.5, minus wow. 135. Sonny Dykes just inherits a lot of really good pieces on offense. Yeah, true. I think even if he hadn't come in, they were, they were going to have a, a very good offense, but Be I better. think yeah. his coaching um, only – catapults them even further Quentin johnston could be one of the best receivers in the country uh got a deep stable running backs at quarterback he has two good options as of this recording still hasn't made the decision i think he said three guys might play in game one which oh, we'll, we'll see about that it's that they play oh. at colorado so maybe if they're blowing them out yeah but, <laughs> is that yeah pretty telling quote
0: yeah yeah, yeah
1: i guess no. so but uh but anyway seems like it's mostly down to max duggan and chandler morris as far as who the who the starter will be um and on defense, I'm there's team Duggan. Your team Duggan?
2: It's hard I mean, to say. Th- either way, there's it's not a slouch, but no, no, they will like be fine. Duggan. I guess
1: also, will just to just to be different. I'll go. on team Chandler. I'm team Chandler. Team Duggan. Just, maybe he fits. Uh, uh, Sunny Dykes' offense that's a little the, more. That's
2: the thing that could could catapult him. Anyway, on uh, about
1: I don't feel too strongly about that. <laughs> <laughs> defense, ton of returning production, a good haul of transfers on that side of the ball. I I like TCU. I think they're a dark
0: horse in the Big Twelve. I just want to let it be known I didn't take Nebraska in this, so I'm not hating. It. <laughs> I mean, how I, that's just inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: just it. You can't you can't go in the Nebraska YouTube episodes well, say we're I'm, going. I five or seven. A, and it yeah.
2: was just given. It was inherently given. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I just don't want to bore you. You know, like we all yeah. know what I think. You know, so save it, everybody the. Rinse and repeat every year. Right? Yeah. Some people mm-hmm. could
1: be listening to this. I don't know when this episode's going to come out, actually. It's possible the Northwestern game already happened. Well, like the, the, the Ireland yeah, game. They're 1-0. So. <laughs> <one and> <laughs> <laughs> oh, better North hope so. or else. Scott Frost has the... Uh, oh, you, you might, oh. Yeah, he might get tarmac No, to, he's, in Dublin. I think he'll
0: just stay at the Guinness <laughs> <laughs> factory there. <laughs> <laughs> Start, Start a, a new himself. life. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of our patro- one of our
1: patrons patrons is out for the game, and he said, "If Nebraska loses, he's a Husker fan. If Nebraska loses, he's just gonna just gonna ride off into the countryside and <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. start
2: his <laughs> <us> new life. <laughs> yeah, forget about college football.
1: <sighs> Shout That'd out, be Joel. hard to blame him. All right, yep. moving on. Let's get to our division slash conference bets. We'll give you one or two each. What do you What do you think, Trey? Give us your first one.
2: All right, I'm gonna look at a division bet. I'm going to take NC State to what win the, the ACC. What the You took mine. Atlanta. Oh, oh, are are you months. serious? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh Wow. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Uh, I found four se- plus 475. Did you guys see anything better?
1: Yeah. No, 475 is the best I saw.
2: Okay, to win so, what? Oh, sorry. To win sorry, the, I, the twin-
0: Okay. I took them to win the oh, conference, so okay, all right, a little slightly different. Oh, yeah.
2: I thought about that, but then I, I got scared, so I just said, you know, <laughs> it's enough to 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 beat Clemson. So the, actually, the division, the Atlantic Division, is is pretty good and and deep in my opinion. I you know I don't think Clemson can just run away with it. They're of course the big big favorite, but I we need to see an improve offense before you know we all believe it. Um, you know the defense will be great, but if DJU looks bad and Clubnik is, is too green, you know, working in new coordinators. I think the division is up for grabs. Florida State, I like this year, but too tough of a schedule. Boston College should improve. Wake is good. We don't know how long they're without Hartman. Louisville and Cunningham, great. Like, I don't know if this is helping or hurting my 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 case, but NC State, to me, has the horses on both sides of the ball with Devin Leary having another big year. The defense could be one of the best in the conference. Um, you got Peyton Wilson, Drake Thomas, they beat Clemson this year, or they beat Clemson last year, and they'd be they know they're set up for one of the best years in their program history.
1: Yeah, you laid it out perfectly there, Trey. Especially with Sam Hartman going down, that's just potentially yeah. one fewer team to have to to deal with in that division race. I, I thought about taking Louisville too to win the the Atlantic because I'm higher right. on them than than most people as well. But yeah, I took NC State
0: plus four seventy five. I that was perfect. I have nothing to add. If, I my only question with NC State is: Can they develop a, gr- a running game? Because they could not yeah. run, run the ball last year. I mean, if they do that, then then boom! I think they will be maybe the best team in the ACC. I think they'll be better than Clemson, but that that that's definitely a question mark. I had them plus seven fifty uh, to win the conference. So I, if they win that division, I mean, yeah, you got Miami on the other side, but mm-hmm. I just I think that. They'd be better. I don't. I don't anticipate Miami being great. So if you win that division, I, I feel like they're going to win the conference. So, NC State for me. Yeah,
2: we'll see if the bros are right. All, All right. right. So then don't let us
0: down, Wolfpack.
2: Or do you want to go to a different one then, Mike?
1: No, go ahead. I don't have any more division or conference bets. So if, uh, okay, if I, any more. I got
2: one more. um I'm going to take Oregon to win the Pac-12. I saw him at three to one. You know, all the talk this offseason has been USC, of course, Lincoln-Riley, the transfer hall they bring in, Uh, a lot of of talk on Utah, deservedly so, given what they bring back on top of the success they had winning the Pac-12, but Oregon's kind of quietly sitting there in third, in my opinion. I know they lost Cristobal, but they still have some nice pieces back. The O-line should be great. Um, Noah Sewell at linebacker. And we just know that Oregon has the talent, given how well they've recruited compared to most of the conference recently. And their schedule sets up nice. They avoid USC, get Utah at home, as well as UCLA and Washington at home. And the road games are as easy as you could ask for in the conference. So I just uh, I like Oregon in the conference. They have a tough non-conference playing Georgia and BYU. But uh, but after that, I'll take the Ducks.
0: Okay. Um, All right, I got one. Other oh, one to throw in. I'm going to say Florida, uh, 12 to one uh, to win the the division, win the SEC East. Wow, eh, 12 to one odds. Um, I just don't think this team is as far off as you know maybe some folks uh, are seeming to think they are going to be this year. They were so close to beating Alabama last last year, early in the year. They whooped up on Tennessee also early in the year, and they had some injuries, some close losses, and then they kind of just gave up. Um, but I like the higher Billy Napier. I think he's going to improve both sides of the ball. I think there's some good talent there still. I like Anthony Richardson. I think this is going to be a good fit. And I just think they're going to be solid. They're going to run the ball. Please, you know, don't not make a ton of mistakes. Play solid defense. And I think if if just if Georgia, like I was kind of making the point, if they just kind of come back to earth, which is certainly possible, I think that division is wide open. You got Tennessee, Kentucky, uh, you know, Florida, Georgia.
1: I, I, I struggle to get to the to the phrase wide open, but. But I can I can see maybe get if Georgia comes yeah. down of the bag. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Second place uh, is certainly wide open, but you know you yes. you are high on Anthony Richardson. He's obviously a huge unknown,
0: but you are bullish on him, which that kind of goes think hand in I think he got the hand. right coach. I think he got the right system for him. Like, right. I, like I have said this in the past. I think Dan Mullen's system is doesn't fit as well to Anthony Richardson as Billy Napier's will. So right okay that makes sense
1: that's all it. right that's it let's go to the heisman bets uh so i will we'll do one or two of these each i'll say Hendon hooker i feel i have a feeling am i not the only yeah. one? With oh man
0: yeah, yeah of course <laughs> yeah I mean, you've okay, got yeah.
1: we didn't discuss it but i just know we all no. we all like him so yeah. 60 to 1 was a price i saw that was kind of widely available at a few places he put up heisman like numbers last year so if he plays a full season you know starting from game one the, the numbers should be Joe there. Milton what the H Joe that, Milton he must look great in practice he can throw the ball a quarter mile so <laughs> yeah he got the start last year but yeah but now it's 10 hooker this is just a bet on Tennessee getting to you know if they can get to 10 wins and, and give them a shot which is obviously a big underdog their season win total is not 10 uh but yeah, but that's you're getting ass. 60 to 1 so yep I think yep. that's a good price and ryan and yep. i not to brag uh got hendon hooker earlier at a better price but let's you know yeah. let's not yeah, yeah let's, you know, it's neither right. here nor there <laughs> i mean i got nice him even same, earlier than you and got a better price than you ryan but let's let's not let's oh, not do that well we also we,
0: you know we also got cj stroud and bryce young at better odds now than oh, then, let's, than now, let's so not let's not know. and dylan gabriel but let's come on <laughs> my buddy <bookie laughs> had some rogue prices yeah,
1: early this did. offseason
0: <laughs> took advantage uh all right um i'm gonna go bryce young uh, 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 he's plus 525 so a little more than five to one i found that on ben online um he's plus 370 on my bookie so you know pretty decent size discrepancy between the two there at those short odds um and i just don't see why young well you know i mean he won the heisman last year and he's still the quarterback for alabama so that's right there i think you're yeah. automatically just one of the top three guys and if you're at five to one you're You're gonna. You were already won it. I just. I don't know why. Why odds that low? Yeah, the question's a receiver, but come on, they'll they'll have good guys.
1: And I guess just people probably don't want to. It's no one's won twice, or you know, since Archie Griffin. But I that can't factor in. Yeah, I. Well, it's humans voting. So if so, if you think the humans are going to factor it in, and and be less likely to vote for them, but I do think it's overblown. I think that especially at at alabama where if he's leading the undefeated best team and has who, great numbers again
0: like he can win it again it's not who is the most who's been the closest you know i i actually haven't really thought about that like was it becoming tebow? a second time would tebow be the most i'm not i don't sure. know i yeah I, you know I, what I'm like yeah i don't know um, i want to i'm gonna go i want to go look back look that back up the like, other thing is you know. is
1: it's also hard to happen it hasn't happened in a long time because first of all um i mean any individual player is an underdog to win it entering the season right like even the favorite right. cj stroud is is a significant underdog this year to win it so it's already unlikely from that point point. and oftentimes the heisman winner is not in college football anymore the next year right he's he's, yeah. he's gone yeah. so there's not even an opportunity yeah. to win it twice right
2: i and i i think um that's why my guy i'm gonna go will anderson um alabama's linebacker he would Thirty to one. I, I know you could have gotten better odds a, a while back, but but this is just for fun. You know, he led the nation in sacks and tackles for loss last year, and defensive players are just inching closer to winning the Heisman. Aiden Hutchinson got a seat last year, and Anderson—he's a guy that's coming into this year that already has some media fanfare. Everyone knows he's starting the year as as the best defensive player, and I think the the Bryce Young factor maybe kind of helps him just because, like we talked about, there might be some. I think for the, the guys that win it the prior year, they the voters almost wanna see him increase his production year over year, which is mm-hmm. would be very difficult for him to do. I'm not saying he can't do it, but um he's obviously still gonna put up big numbers. But I just I like um Anderson. Um and we of course obviously know Bam will be in the mix late. So if he puts up numbers him. like if he mirrors last year's numbers then I'm with you. I think he probably he, he could have a
0: very strong chance of winning because if you do that two years in a row, wow, that I would be insane if he did that. Especially yeah, with exactly, I'm sure he just gets more and more attention this year. Right. And Dallas Turner on the other side
1: is no longer a true right. freshman, so he's gonna he's gonna steal some of those sacks as well. Maybe that helps him though because you can't just focus all yeah, your key blocking on him, on, yeah. on Anderson because yeah, Turner it's will same with toe, wreck toe, you. Yeah, it's yeah. There's they're stacked. Yep. All right, my next Heisman bet. I'll say Dylan Gabriel. Oklahoma at thirty to one. Trey agrees with that. I'm with you. Okay, yeah. I just think Gabriel plus Jeff Lebby probably equals good passing numbers. That that offense they have is just always puts up good numbers. And so if if OU can win the Big Twelve title, then I think that there's a good chance Dylan Gabriel's in New York, and they're the favorite know. to win the Big Twelve title. Yeah, and he gets go.
2: some showcase games against Nebraska, Texas, of course, Bedlam at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I'm if, with you. Yeah. Generous calling Nebraska showcase camp, but you know, well, it's going to be yeah.
0: b- big oh. noon Saturday. <laughs>
1: how about that? <laughs> just kidding. And yeah, no, I just not, Hey, we haven't, we haven't talked about the, the big tens new TV deal. Oh, true. A lot of Billion million dollars.
2: It's I, pretty cool how they got the schedule though. How it's, you got the, the Fox 9am noon Eastern mm-hmm. CBS twelve thirty three thirty, And then the NBC late game. That's pretty cool that they're going to have that, you know, each week
1: i yeah, like the, that it is very cool yeah to be on
0: different networks you like that
2: just no but you've got three dedicated times you know every week that there's going to be like three marquee big 10 games oh, right at those
0: times so and i don't really
2: do care
1: which which yeah. network it's on too much yeah, like what i'm cares, changing yeah. the
0: channel a million times on saturdays anyway yeah what do you guys what about the peacock deal you're gonna have some games on peacock
2: that's yeah, not ideal especially you, for basketball you gotta, but you
0: gotta dip your toe in the water though yeah, i mean streaming a lot of peacock
1: yeah streaming is coming and we all know we're all having to subscribe to a million things yeah i don't know i i think it's just kind of at least they're not putting like you said they're they're it's going to be the lower
2: uh yeah, it'll be limited
1: yeah limited for for football so but yeah it's not ideal brian like right i don't have it i don't want to get it i don't know whatever well you're gonna have to we're gonna get it so just yeah they've got us i know but you have to right i'll probably wait until i don't know until there's a nebraska game on it then i'll have to do it but yeah last year wasn't that yeah that toledo notre dame game was on peacock I i do remember watching the end of that so somehow i must have i don't know what i did I'm sure it wasn't anything Periscope illegal. Free yeah, I'm, school, school, maybe I'm free. sure it wasn't illegal. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I do remember watching the end. Yeah, maybe they
0: give you like a 15-minute, 10-minute for free preview yeah, or prob- I was
1: probably an interested
0: potential buyer. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, just on multiple different IP addresses. No. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, my second Heisman guy I'll put in, I mean, I had Young and Hooker, but I, I had a third one. Um Will Rogers at a hundred to one. Okay. Uh, I, he put up good numbers last year, 36 touchdowns, nine picks. And I just, I've been saying I've been high on Mississippi state. I think their offense is gonna be really, really good defense. I think will be better. I just think they're going to be a good team. And if they do surprise, Will Rogers is going to have insane numbers and we've never seen, you know, Leach's great teams. Like, I mean, in the sec, I mean, to have the respect of the sec that, you know, if you do it there, you're going to get some, some, uh, voters to to you know yeah uh, if gardner did what he did while on an
1: sec team that had a good defense like mississippi state will have then then yeah he would have had a, a better shot right all right that's it for heisman bets let's get to a playoff or national championship bet what do you got there ryan
0: okay um i'm gonna go well trey mentioned this team earlier say oregon uh, Oregon, you got, uh, there's, this is a weird number, but plus 1,175, 1175, it's practically 12 to one. All right. So right out at about 12 to one for Oregon to make the playoff. Um, okay. you know, maybe Dan Lanning gets the defense to play at a really high level. I do think there's some pretty good talent there. Noah Sewell's a beast. Um, so they, and they, Mario Cristobal brought in the best classes in the PAC 12 for a few years. So there's not short on talent. Um, so I think you kind of just play up to that then i think Oregon's got a really good chance to you know to win the win the conference and i think they're clearly the best the team that has the best chance from that conference to make it with a loss because they play byu and georgia in the non conference so if they somehow manage yeah. to go 12 and 1 i there'd be really hard to leave them out they gotta after be playing in. byu yeah, they, and georgia got to be in you know so you know i think that gives them a, a little bit of an edge
1: okay interesting i am taking Utah, so another Pac-12 team to make the playoff. They're at plus 600. I think, you know, they don't have uh as strong of schedule as Oregon, but I think a strong enough schedule um and that there's enough potential parity in the Big 12 and ACC. I could see those conferences beating each other up. Of course, if Clemson's offense is no good and if, you know, I mean the Big 12 it's just kind of kind of wide open. So um, I think 12-1 would give Utah a great shot to make it, and with a full year of Cam rising at quarterback, what is usually a very good defense, to me they're uh, the clear favorite in the Pac-12.
2: Yep. All right. I'm going to take one that's not as high odds as odds as you guys, but I'll say Oklahoma 4.5-1 to, to make the playoff. I know the Big 12 is you know, somewhat deep and open, but I'm buying Oklahoma with with Venables. Um, I think he can improve their defense a little bit. Dylan Gabriel, he has he's only showed us great play before getting injured last year. And you know, we know I've said this before that I know the team is is different than than last year. But last year's squad, most of those guys, eleven and two, close loss at, at Oklahoma State, preventing them from from winning another Big Twelve title. So, you know, even if you assume Bama, Ohio State, Georgia make it. The teams vying for that fourth spot, as we've talked about, have questions and weaknesses to address, and I think Oklahoma is right in that mix and, and could get over the hump this year.
1: All right, I'll throw out a bonus one here. Uh, Michigan to make the playoff, also at plus 600, just because so their schedule, their non-conference schedule is, is 3-0, pretty much guaranteed, yeah. and just their whole schedule is favorable to where it, it kind of, I guess, comes down to that at Ohio State game, which, of course, is very hard, but... They could win that, and and I guess even if they don't win, if they go eleven and one with a loss at Ohio State, is it possible they?
0: I mean, that'd be tough. That'd if be Ohio tough. State's you know undefeated and it's a close loss, mm-hmm. it, the other conferences it, I, cannibalize each other. You know, Who knows? You know, they'll so, have beaten Iowa. They'll have beaten Penn State, Michigan Penn State. State. Yeah. And yeah, I, I so. just,
1: I like Michigan's offense this year, especially yeah. if I guess you're, you're maybe partially betting on the chance that maybe JJ McCarthy kind of explodes this year and, and puts a new ceiling on this offense. Um, I like that they're getting Ronnie Bell back at receiver. So offensive line is, is still great. Adding in Oluwatimi from, from Virginia. I'm high. Yep. I'm not high, but
2: you're why? high. Well, <laughs> not like no, no, me.
1: no. Yeah, Ryan, oh, Ryan's always token, hot. bro. Ryan, it kind of looks like you're wearing a Michigan shirt the way you're sitting right now, but... Yeah, true. It's M.I. Yeah. right there, huh? It's yeah. not. Uh, yeah, and it's a maze shirt. It's, it's a, it's a MILF. It says Milfs. so buddy's covering it up. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I wish we could talk more gambling, like kind of regretting that this episode is ending right now, but... Well, you're, that's, you're, you're a different type of addict, so... Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. anyway... If anyone wants to uh, share their gambling picks with us, tweet us at CFB bros and yes. I'll like looking at them. Why not?
0: Yeah. Fair Thanks
1: enough. for listening to this episode of the college football bros. Good luck in all of your bets this season. If you partake and we will see you next time.
0: You've been listening to the college football bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com to keep up with the brothers on social media. Like them on Facebook at College Football Bros. Follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros. And for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.